welcome to the Ride Life Podcast, a podcast dedicated to fitness and health for women mountain bikers, focusing in on the rider who wants to keep their body healthy, ride for fun, and feel stronger on their bike. I'm Liz, the host of this podcast. I'm a doctor of physical therapy, and I'm a level one mountain biking skills instructor. Before we get into today's episode, if you haven't checked out the Ride Life team, our monthly membership, you should. It's a fitness program helping you to empower your body, focusing on workouts for your level of strength, specifically for mountain biking ladies. Ladies that have just started these workouts are showing gains in just a couple weeks from bike balance and confidence on the trail. Check out the link through the episode notes below. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hello, ladies. What is up? So today, this podcast episode is going to be just a touch different. I kind of want to go back a little bit, back to go forward. I want to share a little bit about why I do what I do, why I put out these podcasts, why I put out different YouTube videos, why I started a company that is specializing in women's mountain biking fitness and strength and endurance coaching for that, why I shifted out of the clinic that I was making good money and it was thriving, growing as a PT clinic to doing more of this. Some of it is selfish regions and others are where I, I felt compassion and I felt empathy because I was seeing myself and others. So I kind of want to dive into that. It's a little bit about kind of what makes me, me and why I share the information that I do and why I find that super important to get out there. So as I started my PT career, going back a little ways, I actually was a little bit debilitated then. I had a lot of neck pain from car accidents. I was doing a lot of whitewater kayaking. I had shoulder injuries from different things. I was kind of was hurting a lot. And I had gone to several different PTs the final PT that I went to, which was while I was in PT school. So think about this. I went to other PTs and did not get help from them as much as I needed. And I went to PT school. So evidently I knew that PTs can make a big difference, but I wasn't finding the one that would help me in particular. I finally found the one that would help me in particular while I was in PT school. I had to change a lot of how I work, how I move my body. I had to learn about my body. I connected to my body. As a division one collegiate athlete, I was not used to connecting to my body. I was used to doing what I was told, getting the task done and going forward. I was used to ignoring different signals that my body was telling me, pushing through, which sometimes is necessary. It's, it's sometimes good to push through and to get things done and to make things happen. There is some, something that comes from mental willpower and being able to overcome. Our body is a lot stronger than what we think it is a lot of times. But there's also times that we need to listen and we need to understand when that time is and when it's not. And those are hard things for us athletes to know. Even recreational athletes, you are athletes. And so I went to PT school, I got all that. I actually ended up doing an internship, clinical rotation in the place that I had gotten help as a patient, which was perfect. I got underneath and had that my PT as a mentor, my clinical instructor. I learned a ton from him. Matt Lee in uh, at court in Nicholasville in Kentucky, man, he is a gem. People know him from all around and 
he is just a master of what he does. The small nuances of doing different ways, doing different tests and how to look at somebody move and how to connect dots, basically put all the things that I knew about PT into different filing cabinets. So I'm going to engineer first. I have a bachelor's in engineering and this basically helped me put PT into my engineering brain and man, light bulbs just went off. It was hard. I remember crying in the middle of that clinical rotation. I told Matt, I was like, I just need a little bit more positive feedback here. <laughs> I just need a little bit of help. And it was perfect. Like that's where communication comes in. But regardless, I learned a ton from him. Well, the only thing that was going to keep me in Kentucky is if Matt Lee offered me a job. Well, at the end of that rotation, he offered me a job. I was like, oh no. I had plans to move to Colorado. I had plans to move to North Carolina. I had plans to get out of Kentucky. I needed to leave. I was ready to go to the mountains. I was ready to go, but it wasn't my time yet. So it took me trying to accept a job in Colorado. It took me till basically almost December from August to December to say yes to this job. By then Matt had already hired somebody else, but he also wanted to hire me on as well. Thankfully, I didn't miss that opportunity. I worked for him for, I think, almost two years, just shy. And man, my skills just flourished. I learned a lot of things. There was other people that worked in that clinic that just had so much knowledge to share. And I also learned that there's a lot that's lacking in the fitness world, even then. And it annoyed me. It annoyed me that I didn't feel like I could reach out and tell other people about this because I was a PT and I could potentially lose my license. I felt stuck that I couldn't do more. And so I moved down. I quit that job. We moved into a, a truck and then a military trailer with a rooftop tent on it for about two months. I just needed a little TLC. So Matt and I moved all of our stuff into a storage unit, a 10 by 10, and then moved into that truck around Colorado a bit and then finally got some different job different job interviews out there but nothing tended to stick nothing was what I wanted then while we were in Colorado I ended up lining up four interviews in North Carolina in one week it's like all right it's time to drive back across the country so we drove back across I ended up taking a job in Asheville North Carolina which was a fantastic location and I, again, felt lacking, not because of what the fitness industry was doing, but just because of what I could do there at that clinic. At Matt Lee's clinic, my, my autonomy was really good. I worked with clients a lot one-on-one. -on -one. I still managed a pretty large caseload, but it was a, it was a support for that one-on-one -on -one kind of PT practitioner to client, and I really enjoyed it. This was a little bit harder for me to do. So after about a year and a half or so, and being extremely stressed, I found a way and the door opened for me to open my own clinic. And I say clinic, it's basically, it was a room in a personal training gym and it was fantastic. I loved it. I got to work with more of my people, mountain bikers, whitewater kayakers, horseback riders, people that wanted to do stuff, athletes, and basically people after my own heart that they had had some type of injury 
that made them unable to do their sport to their fullest. But I kept seeing trends. I kept seeing trends of people having knee injuries because they didn't have proper core and glute strength. They kept having shoulder injuries because they didn't know how to support themselves. They didn't know how to pull right with their shoulder blades. They didn't have these things set up where they even knew that they were supposed to be working on these things. They didn't have a clue that they weren't using their core right. I still hear it, even with some of my fitness coaching clients, that they're like, I didn't think I ever, I don't think I ever used my core properly, that I didn't use it to support myself. I didn't know how to support my back with it. And so I kept seeing this again and again and again, and even more in particular with women, because we see all these fancy different exercises that are out there. We see all these different things that we should be doing, could be doing, and or that we just want to do our sport. We just want to be better at that. But we have neck pain that, or we have a headache that whenever we reach the top of the climb, we have these different aspects that hold us back. And we almost think that we just have to live with them until those little things become big things. We don't understand that we need to focus more so on getting our glutes to work more. We need to get our hamstrings more. We need to get more of our shoulder blade muscles working. And all that stems from our core and understanding that we need to activate it properly, not doing these fancy, high-tech, extreme core exercises. And the more and more I talked to people, it was such an almost a repeat for different things. And that's whenever I started thinking about doing an online program. Also, I knew I could reach more people. Me being a single practitioner, single clinic, room basically. (laughs) It's not very big. (laughs) I could only see so many. I could only affect so many. And it was just my time for money. And so I could only impact the people that I had time to work with. And I find that even now, as I have a baby, like my time is precious because I have a little one and she needs a lot of me right now. And that's part of my priorities is that I want her up on that pedestal. I want to spend time with her, but it also means that I can't influence and I can't be, have these touch points with people if I didn't work more online. Now, it was really scary to go online. I, I just thought everybody was going to be like, oh, this isn't, this isn't mountain biking training because it's not hard enough. This isn't endurance coaching because you're focused in on these other different things. This isn't this, this isn't that because basically it's different, but that was what I wanted. I wanted to be the different one. I wanted to be the voice that said, no, you don't have to deal with this. No, you don't have to have this issue. No, you can support your body. No, we need to do an easier core exercise. We need to do an easier glute exercise. We don't just need to do squats. We need to do more one-sided stuff. We need to focus on rotation. I wanted to be that voice that was different, but I was scared of the backlash. I was scared of what was to come. Part of how I did this is I started and I made a program and it completely flopped. I made a how to fix your neck program, which still exists. It's great. It has so much good information on it, how different muscles work in your neck, how you even look to see if like you have a, a tighter area of your neck versus not, what you do to impact that. It's an amazing product. 
was my first one and it completely flopped. I think I sold three in like a seven month period. <laughs> it was awful. I was like, this is what I want to share. I'm going to do it. But I didn't build an audience first. I didn't build people that actually wanted anything from me. I didn't have anything that backed me up on the in the online space that said that I was someone to listen to. That is something that's necessary. If you are wanting to build an online business, that's part of it, okay? That's part of what you have to do. That's then started Mountain Biking Ladies Facebook group. It was an area that I could bring people together. I could make a community and I could center it around helping mountain biking women change the way they thought about strength training that they could be presented with other information that would help them they could be presented with this different ideology that you can support your core and not do these fancy really hard exercises and that no doing a core exercises is not supposed to work your hip flexors is not supposed to make your back tighter there's so many times i've been i asked that question all right you're doing this core exercise what do you feel working? Oh, I feel my hip flexors. I'm sorry to say that I don't want your hip flexors to work. I want your core. I want your lower core. The one that you've ne been neglecting this entire time. Because all you see are these six inch lifts holds or these really large like Russian twists where you hold your legs up. Put your legs back down on the ground and actually feel your core. Actually feel those abs. And I'm like, these are the different messages that I want to send that doing a 15 minute workout is great. That adding in these different pieces and parts can warm up your body and make you have more strength to support your neck, to support your back, to make your hips work better. All of these things, you know, like that gives this voice out there. And that mountain biking ladies group has flourished. I think there's almost 27,000 women in that group. 27,000. That's a ton. Now as I'm expanding out to do different aspects into the YouTube, into a little bit more on the Instagram, I'm terrible at Instagram. Let's just be honest. I, I need some love there. <laughs> but that's why I made these things. That's why I started this podcast for another avenue for people to, to intake knowledge and to understand that they can make these changes. It's also where the Ride Life team came from. It is basically a, it's a program that helps to get your glutes to work. It helps get your shoulder blades. It helps bring those things into a manageable workout, but it's not, it's not the high intensity, everything goes, you're going to be sores all hell every single workout because that's not what we need. You know, as a recreational rider, as a rider that rides for fun, that we want to improve some, but it's not, we're not racing all the time. Or if we do races and they're they're strictly for fun and we want to get out there and have a good time and we want to see improvements on stuff you know like that's what the ride life team is about that's what the program in it climb crushers is about it's also what core crushers is about is bringing in almost slowing things down changing the way that you think about exercises so you don't end up in the pt clinic so you can keep doing your thing for longer you can ride for longer. You can get stronger with it. You can feel supported. You can feel like your body is working together as a whole. That's why I do what I do. I think it's important for that. As I expand out, as I have more people that join the team, I am always looking for more ways of helping people. 
I'm going to put down in the episode notes below. It's a survey and it's it's basically asking why the Ride Life team isn't appropriate for you or if you don't know about it, gives a link for it. And then it helps me to understand what might be more beneficial for you this summer. I'm thinking about making a program for either how to get your glutes working better, kind of a deep dive into that, or how your core works centrally for you and doing more of a deep dive. This is going to be a couple week, I can't decide if it's two or three weeks long and or four weeks long, but it's going to be deep diving into different specific exercises you do per day or every other day and helping your body to accommodate over. The other option is how to support and strengthen your knees to help with, with riding. All of these things are things have been told, and this doesn't necessarily that you have to follow along with any program afterwards, but it's learning and having that education so you can do it more on your own or with your other programs that you're doing right now. Or if you wanted to join the team, you could. But I'm gonna put that, that link to the survey in the episode notes. And everybody that gets this this email link out to my podcast, you're gonna get that that survey in the in the email as well. But it's all so I can help a little bit more, so I can understand where are you coming from, what's happening. I want to meet you where you're at, so I can help more. Because I don't want to be just that practitioner in a clinic, seeing one person at a time. I want to be able to have more touch points. I want to be able to affect more of y'all because it's important. It keeps you healthy. It keeps you going. It keeps you riding for longer and it supports your body. How can I help you help you a little bit better? Because that's why all of this started. If you can help me out, it'll take like two or three minutes to fill out this survey. Uh, It's six questions. Again, it's in the episode notes or if you're getting this via email, check your email that you got it in and it'll be in there. Thanks so much, y'all. I hope that all of this information has helped you in some way or another. If it has, shoot me a review in this podcast. It would help other people see this. And I hope you have a fantastic day. Bye, y'all. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Ride Life Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, please subscribe below. And also, if you want to empower your body, if you want to feel stronger on your bike and you need more direction of what to do or how to do it, if you need to understand how to actually use your core better, check out the monthly membership, The Ride Life Team, in the episode notes below. You won't be disappointed. Take care and happy riding.